What's going on, everybody? Dan from the Top 10% Podcast here. It is Tuesday, June 21st. Um, got a little bit different style of an episode. I'm going to go live on Instagram um, here on the Top 10% Podcast page. And we're going to talk about some things that obviously we have going on, give you a few updates, um, and get into some of the things that are um, going on with, uh, with top 10% and with the podcast. And obviously we got a bunch of upcoming guests that are going to be strong, um, and getting into the full deer grind. Um, if you guys are out there, I know we got a lot of guys that are out there coyote hunting, keep doing that. Got to get those, uh, keep those fawns safe and, and keep the predator push on, um, if it's, if it's legal in your area. So, other than that, we're going to get right to it, so stay tuned. We'll come back once we get on to Instagram here. <laughs> Bro, I just shot T-Bar. Oh, my God. Who is that tall? This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. Um, We are live today on Instagram for those of you guys that are joining us. Um, a little bit later on the Apple or Spotify side. So just want to give you guys a uh, update as far as what we got going on with the Top 10% Podcast and also what's going on in our deer woods, uh, everything else and, um, you know, and whatnot. So if you guys have some comments and you want to you wanna chime in and tell us what you're doing, we'll try and do a little Q&A session as well. Um, don't know how long we're going to be on here, but uh, I've got Cooter on here with me today uh, as well. So between the two of us, we'll be battling through. So looks like we're getting some people in here now. So either way, uh, just an update as far as what's going on with us. We got a lot of things moving on the planting and prep side, uh, prepping some property um, in our Kentucky area. Also, everything that we have going on um, in Indiana, and I've got to get back over to Illinois um, to look at some more property there, and then obviously back into Ohio, trying to to get on to some stuff there uh, as well. So what we're going to do, I guess, this coming weekend, Tribal and I are making a trip south somewhere, so if you see us floating around, stop, say hi, um, holler at us, tell us how ugly that we are, and all the great things that we're not doing at the gas station instead of putting in plots and all those good things. So um, it looks like we're headed probably to Indiana, Kentucky, and then we may swing back up through Ohio to look at a couple perspective places there. So, um, you know, stay tuned for more information on that. But uh, we've got uh, food plots. Let's see. We got a lot of stuff planted here in our Michigan farms. 
Uh, we got a bunch sprayed and tilled. Cooter, we got a bunch done last week. We got a bunch yeah. of that done after we got back from tax. So we yeah. got a bunch of that stuff going. We got some stuff at your place. I know Jeremy's got stuff at his place. Uh, a couple of our local leases we've got to do. I know talking to Kyle, um, he's headed to Indiana to handle his portion down there. He's got a, a giant farm, which if you guys follow along with us, you'll hear um, some stuff on that uh, in previous episodes. And stay tuned because I think that's going to drop back on the YouTube from his Indiana hunt from last year where he killed that giant. That yeah. uh, If you go back, I think that's what episode like three or four that we did and uh, yeah, right around there, three or four. Yeah, that's a that's a good story. Um, followed that deer for a couple of years and just uh, worked his way through it, and, and was able to put him on the ground with the arc. So, um, sorry about any of the noise you're getting in the background, guys. Um, Ricky Scott's wife is uh, she has a salon here next door and it kind of picks up and uh, some of the background noise. So if there is any, I do apologize. But nonetheless, what's going on uh, there? Generations is on. I see. Uh, XC Bow Hunters on. What's going on, guys? So, what are all you guys doing right now? What's your June prep looking like? What are your seasonal goals? I mean, I know we've been talking big about goals around here, and we're just marking things off the list. I mean, I got a dry erase board at home that is just full of items that I need to get done that some have to do with hunting other <laughs> things or stuff Hunting that I'm list. right. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> that I'm supposed to be doing as well. So, uh, you know, but, but it's been, a, it's been a good, uh, a good spring so far. I feel like we're making some headway as long as we can get, get the forestry machine out and get on, uh, cutting some paths and clear up some of the other stuff that we have in Indiana and Kentucky. That'll make us feeling pretty good, especially if we come across a couple more properties in Illinois and Ohio that we got to have ready for the fall. So, um, seeds, we got seed, seed supplies, uh, things like that is, um, yeah, right. Generations. I know, man, can't forget the, uh, the honeydew list for sure. Uh, got to stay out of trouble. You know, it's it, the more I do off of that list, the more days I get to be away in the tree stand. Right. So, uh, again, you know, what do you, what do you guys goals for, for the year? You, do you find yourself setting goals that you attain? Uh, do you find yourself setting goals that, are um, not feasible, and why are they not feasible? Is it because you aren't putting enough work in early, like right now? I mean, it's a 365-day grind that that we're just pushing constantly to try and make our fall a lot better. And it seems like the more we do, the earlier the fall is going to start. I'm actually thinking about, I don't know, I haven't talked to my dad yet, but I'm thinking about I might, I might head south in August for that early three-day hunt um for the uh for the whole deal with uh you know what is it the velvet tennessee deal and it's like three days it's like the 23rd of august except i didn't even know that they had one i didn't either until we got talking about it and we started looking and then um i happen to be watching another what's up i see uh top 10 percent has joined what's going on asa comment in man we're trying to do a couple different things here uh, trying to just get a different different feed. I'm uh, talking about all the things that we got going on and and what uh, what we've all been been doing around here. But yeah, I didn't back to that. I didn't realize that that Tennessee had that early that early velvet hunt deal. No, anybody thinks velvet, they think Kentucky. And so. Well, they do. Yeah, Kentucky, or they think some stuff out west. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple other states that they come in early that you might get a chance. But normally they're like September fifteenth. 
I know uh, North Carolina. Um, my buddy JP, I don't know if JP's listening or not, but uh, I don't see him on there. But JP, if, if you can fill me in, I think the earliest that you can hunt on even some of those other parcels are, I think it's like the first weekend of September for bow. So you might get lucky early on and get one, but not like what everybody thinks, I think, with the with the Kentucky thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so August, I think it's 23rd, 24th, 25th, something like that, right in that ballpark. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, guys. But I think that's what it is. And I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, if uh, if I get the honey-do list done <laughs> and the, the hunting-do list done, <laughs> then maybe I'll be there. But I don't know how that's going to work because I, and then I would come back home and then we have to turn right around and be back to Kentucky for the opener, which is like two weeks later. So I don't know. It would be nice to get down there, especially, I mean, I got a target deer down there that I think, oh man, I think COVID got me last year when I was there, but um, I was sick for like three days when I was there late during the rut and dad seen him on the hoof. And he had Finn in there with him, had my little guy in there with him. And my little guy was like, come on, Papa, like make it happen. And he just couldn't get a shot off. But um, that deer, if, and I haven't got anything on him yet. Of course, I, I stopped running trail cameras. I haven't run anything. But Dad's seen a deer that was a pretty prominent one in Velvet already that he thought maybe was a good one. Um, if he made it, he's going to push... I mean, he was he was one sixties as a as a mainframe eight, and he had a couple little weird flyers and things like that. So, if he makes it, I mean, he has like his G twos are like fourteen fifteen inches. So, oh man, yeah, I mean, he's a big deer. So I'm hoping, and he's just got a big like a just a big stupid tall frame, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that it's one of those. What's up, Cam? How you doing, buddy? You getting all your stuff ready for fall? I haven't talked to you in like. I don't even know, like, it feels like forever since turkey season, but still it feels like forever. So get a hold of me. We're going to get on some coyotes here soon. Um, I think, I think probably, like, depending on, I mean, if it's hot there, I mean, that deer could blow up. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think he's only, like, four and a half years old. I mean, he moved in. It's a second year CNM. Didn't really change much as far as like his frame characteristics, but he did. He just blew up. He just like added like another twenty five inches. I'm sure because he was a, he was a good deer before. And then I got another one that I want one of the boys to kill. Is he's a six point. He's on the the farm close to there, and he's like, he's just like got just a, he's got little itty bitty brows that are like this big, <laughs> like you know, like an inch and a half, two inches. And then he's got, which would normally be a G2, just one tine on both sides, and they're both 12, 13 inches. And I'm like, one of these boys are gonna kill this one. So I don't know. So if he shows up on camera, I may be in the truck and off to Tennessee <laughs> to try and get in and get out. And then I gotta I gotta get down there anyway. I've got some other things so that I need to get going, but um the mosquitoes. Yeah, the mosquitoes are right, man. Um, you know, I think the mosquitoes thing, when it's hot like this, like it is today, of course, it's in the, you know, if you guys are, you know, probably all over the country when it's 90s and some odd degrees like that, it, it pushes those things, scorches them out until late in the day. Yeah. So they're not as bad. How is it at your place? It's probably nasty with those both those swamps at your place, ain't Cooter? It, actually, it's not as bad as previous years, like last year. Oh, God, it was you horrible. Can, as soon as the sun went down, it was... Run for the door. Yeah, you recovered. 
This year, it's just been the ticks have been bad this year. Yeah, ticks were bad all over. I mean, I mean, God, I think we were, Scott and I were in double digits apiece on ticks when we made our early trip for Turkey down to, you know, Indiana, Kentucky area. So that was, that was ridiculous. But, um, and the same thing, even in Tennessee, we got a couple when I was at dad's um, oh, yeah. that were pretty bad too, but. I don't know. So other things. Let's well, let's talk about your goals, Cooter. We haven't we haven't broadcast your your dear goals for the fall. So let's talk about it. What what's your goals, man? Uh, pull another one hundred and forty off the property. That'll be good. <laughs> you, not your dad, right? Yeah. Take it. I e- mean, take it easy this year, pops. Uh, tell him sit back this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, I mean, you did good. You knew that you knew where that deer was going and what was going on with yeah. him. So, I mean, you guys had seen him, but no, I think the neighbor was on him too. So it, had yeah, your so, dad not have killed him that then the neighbor probably would have been. Yeah. So with that one, it was, I had, so my buddy sent me pictures back in August mm-hmm. of it on the neighboring farm. And I set up my trail cams, was getting pictures of them all the way up till, beginning of October then he disappeared for about a week came back and then he was off and on be gone for a week be back for three days right and then it was oh November 10th I believe 11th right around and then he showed back up it was about the second day and I was working and I texted my dad I was like need to get out there better be there yeah I was like I've the neighbor's been out, and I knew that the neighbor was watching that buck. Yeah. But he, he only had pictures of it for a week. Yeah. Well, you know, based on the way that, you know, obviously we won't, we won't tell too much about Cooter's area that he's talking about, but but it was one of those things where, like, the way that those deer move on that, that farm, like you said, it's kind of textbook as far as how mm-hmm. they do on your parcel, not necessarily the neighbors. Cause you said they kind of move, they'll either go one side or the other, or they'll avoid him. Yep. Probably a reason. Yeah. I so goes back to pressure guys, people, yeah, the way that he enters the property one it, way every time. Yep. Because he, that's the only way that he can because of the swamp mm-hmm. and he ends up pushing the deer towards me. Or if he doesn't, you can tell when he doesn't hunt because he'll end up going to the north. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that I think that you start seeing that. I mean, it's the pressure thing. It's what we've been we've been preaching already. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down a rabbit hole, but I'm gonna a little bit. Sorry, but that's it. I mean, you get the property line pressure. So if you hunt smarter than your neighbor. A little less than your neighbor. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and you, you pressure it. That was the next thing is that you pressure it last. You know what I mean? You create an equation that allows the deer to kind of, you know, especially that time of year, it allows them to stay on your property when those does to stay there and you're not blowing those does out every single time. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You got a couple doe family groups that are pretty regulars there. So it wasn't anything for us to see 10, 15, right. 20 bucks in, in a given day. Um, out in the field and stuff chasing does right which is you know but they're and when they're in your fields mm-hmm. and when you're seeing them i mean that they're pushed out completely out of the where the neighbor has access and then across the road we won't even talk about all that stuff because oh, yeah. they're you know what i mean they're pushing them the same way mm-hmm. so um asa said what did that deer score again cooter what was the uh, it was 138 and oh some change yeah something to change okay Good deer, still a good deer, man. He was uh, a solid deer. Uh, I think you can find him. You probably find him on uh, on Cooter's Facebook page or on his Instagram for sure. So, 
Um, there's a picture of him and uh, his pops on there with that with that deer. So nonetheless, I mean that you know that's good Michigan deer. I mean that's Ooh. that kind of spins me into something else. Like I was talking to Dribble today, and him and I were talking about how like um, we were talking about how like the the whole this is your home state mm-hmm. and how people like they kind of you know what I mean they get happy with like oh Michigan sucks and you know the deer blah 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 and we're not going to kill any big deer here well yeah I agree Asa very very good deer are you saying that he's wearing a gray shirt in the in the picture is that what you're saying so I think that um, I think that that's one thing that people are mistaking some is that one. I'll post some more pictures. <laughs> of. <laughs> Michigan, he's, Ace said Michigan deer only get to one ten. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's what I'm getting at, man. It's just like it's funny that I mean, what was Asa? What's the one that's here at headquarters that you killed? I mean, that that's, that deer's a beast too. So it, it's one of those things where I think that if. We won't talk about the rest of the stuff that we put on the ground last year that videos are to come and everything else just around here. But I I think that we fall into this category, even um, even us sometimes, where we're like, ah, it's Michigan. And, you know, I mean, am I going to see a better deer? Or am I, but, I think Michigan has a stigma about it mm-hmm. where, where people, because for so long we were known for smaller bucks. We shoot everything that we see. Brown is down, man. Yep. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's how I think a lot of us were raised. I mean, looking around here and how we grew up, I mean, let's go back to that um, a second. Like, me and you both, we were raised in a farm area mm-hmm. where the farmer says, the deer destroyed my crops. Oh, yeah. We won't talk about the raccoons that <laughs> Travel was talking about last week, but we, we won't talk about the ra- the raccoons and you know everything else and the coyotes destroying your fawns and all. We could we go down another another uh, rabbit hole. No tape on it yet, huh, Asa? We need to do that. We'll run the run the tape here at the shop. I mean, that's that's a solid deer. Um, is it up here? Yeah, it's it's out in in the in the uh, in the main room. He's it's on the oh, wall in the bottom up there. I didn't even freaking know. <laughs> yeah, he bought it out and brought it in. Uh, I don't know. It's been here a couple months, I think. Once he got it back from Texas, it's been hanging out there. But uh, next to Jeremy's, Jeremy's was another solid Michigan buck. I mean, I, that's the thing is like, look at what, look at what Kyle and, and what Tribal put on the ground. I mean, I can't say anything because my lease was flooded last year and I hunted it twice in like early October. And normally I hunt the first week of October in that lease, and then I'll move to another piece of ground that I have here and then I come back to that as we get closer to the rut just to kind of leave it alone a little bit but I have some I've had some trespasser problems and things of that nature out there that have caused me to to hunt it differently <laughs> I know were you out there Cooter you were trespassing yeah I was one of them yeah <laughs> asshole excuse me Instagram sorry um the, yeah it's it, it's one of those things where I think that that stigma presents um just um a whole different ball game in it's a commitment thing. I think there are certain areas that maybe maybe the deer quality is lesser 
or maybe, you know, but let's talk about that. That's the top 10%. You know what I mean? You got to hunt the top 10% of what you got. And mm-hmm. for me, I guess if I only have deer that are 110 inches, one, I'm going to move and I'm going to find a new lease because <laughs> you can't kill big deer if you shoot small deer or you don't have big deer. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to happen. I was reading something. Oh, it's been a few years now. And he was, the guy was talking about people hunting their areas and then consistently putting down the more mature bucks in their areas and how, how they compared it to other people and what, what they're doing. And, uh, just comparing it to being, being the top 10% in their area and being Mm -hmm. able to harvest those bucks when nobody else is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's it too. I think it's if the, if you target, well, that spins right into what we where we started this conversation. It goes right to like if you set yourself some goals. Mark my words, you guys can come back on here. You can call me. You can message me. Whatever you want to do. When we get to fall and you guys have like a bunch of solid deer on the ground that you set your heart to, and you said, okay, this is what I'm gonna kill. Let's talk about them. Let's tell the story. Let's talk about it on here. We'll go live. We'll, we'll do whatever. You can come to headquarters and chat with me um, here in the studio or whatever you need to do. But when you set yourself some goals and set yourself some expectations, um, and we'll, we've made mention of mine before but well, of what they are this year, but I think when you do that, you, you settle for less. You know what I mean? Like if you walk in the woods and go, okay, I'm here. You know, I got a buck tag in my pocket. Instead of looking at it and going, um, I, I'm only going to shoot a 10 pointer better. Or if it's an eight, it better be yeah. a beast, you know? And, and if you're, you're looking at that, I mean, I mean, let's, let's be real. Most mature deer. Well, it, it's the same thing. Tribal and I were talking about. If, if you, you look at books, you look at like Pope and young, right? Pope and young in order to be a Pope and young, it's 125. So, Will you get some young deer, some two-and-a-half-year-olds and some three-and-a-half-year-olds that are going to be 125? Yeah, absolutely. And those are the ones that you should go, hey, you can keep walking. Because at four-and-a-half and five-and-a-half, they're going to be stellar deer. They're, they're going to put you in the other book, the old B and C book. Yeah, maybe. I mean, depending on weather and depending on nutrition and a bunch of other things, but we won't go down that rabbit hole too much. But, but ideally... In a perfect if, world. <laughs> yeah, in a perfect world. But, I mean, think about it. Think about our ag and everything that we have around here, any of these Midwest states. Most of these, I mean, you think about if you give a deer two years to grow, even if, they, if they're if they 125 at two and a half, and you give them two years to grow, and they only put on, say they put on 10 inches a year, they're still 145s well, that's at four solid, and a half. That's a solid, solid deer. deer. I mean, and then most people don't even realize what 145 is until they put their hands on one. And then mm-hmm. when you start getting into that 160, 70, 80 Plus, you know, in these guys that are killing 200 inch deer, you just don't realize what you're, you know, what, what they're doing and, and hats off to those guys because they're, they're setting goals and they're, they're doing those things. I mean, there's some guys like, there's some guys out there that are putting big deer on the ground consistently. Um, I mean, look at guys like Andy May and, and those guys, like, you know what I mean? He's, he's grinding, he's finding deer, you know, look at, there's some other companies out there that I won't make mention of their name, but you know, they target specific deer picking a deer out or two 
and going, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to dedicate my season to this deer. And, and if I have those prospects, that's what I'm doing. The advantage that I have on a couple of my parcels, which yeah. you do too, you get yeah. the stagnant, the travelers that come in, oh, and yeah. you're always going to get the ones that are going to show up. But we got good, we got good deer around us. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, puts a whole different... That area is known... Right, it's known for big deer. You know, same thing for me. I mean, anybody that knows where I'm from, they know. They know. I mean, if, if you're a Michigan guy and you know, you, you know the counties that are good. You do. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. There's some sleeper ones that are showing up that are becoming, you know, honorable mentions. It's just mm-hmm. like the states. I mean, everybody's running out of state to hunt, but and they're 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 bad mouth in Michigan, and it's leaving some of these big deer here at home that they're just not they're not finding them. Or they're not, you know, they're not working. I think that's it. It's not putting in the effort. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it's laziness. Maybe, because it doesn't, you don't have to be, you know, I'm not saying you're lazy if you hunt out of state. Because, hey, I mean, I got a list Change of, scenery, I got, yeah. yeah, I got a lot, I mean, I got a lot of places I'm going to hunt that are out of state this year. But when you, and, and I have in the past too, but like when you start stepping outside of your box that does two things. I think the out-of-state thing for me makes me want to hunt bigger or better here just because I know the caliber of deer are out there, and I know it makes me visualize a mature deer a little bit better. Um, yeah, I, I agree, Generations. I, I think, um, what is that, Asa, 154? That's that's solid. Um, I think that the, the APR thing is going to help and without going down that you know that tunnel as well i think there's a lot of things with that check back um, episode with uh, mm-hmm. uh what's his name which one <laughs> with lincoln yeah with lincoln Thank yeah you. go back to lincoln from packet max when we were on here and we were talking about uh we were talking about some of those things and let them go let them grow and, and we'll have Lincoln on here again soon. I need to get a hold of him and and and, um, and get some things rolling there as well. Uh, if you guys don't, we'll give him a little plug right there. If you guys need a call to Packer, call Lincoln, Packer Max. Mm-hmm. He's in Rockford, and he'll get you set up. I mean, his equipment, I'm seeing it all over the place right now. So he's thriving with that deal. So hopefully he's got some in stock. Lincoln, if you're listening, I need another one. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, APRs. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go back to the back to the APR thing for a second. So, um, APRs, antler point restrictions for you out of staters that may not know what we're talking about. Some states have that, some don't. Some areas, I think it's really helped. I think what it's done is it's forced guys to be a little more selective. Well, that you know what I mean. Instead of going all, uh, it takes you away from the brown it's down mentality. I mm-hmm. mean, I think about the days. You know, growing up, it's no secret that, you know, we hunted a very large farm in Hillsdale. And, um, man, we had a neighbor that we thought shot everything. Did he or did he not? I don't know. But I know he did everything in his power to try and keep us from shooting anything. (laughs) You know, just, you know, driving down the property line and doing weird things. But he didn't, he wasn't very successful um, at that because we killed a lot of deer off that parcel. But we, we were, we thrived off of that brown, it's down mentality and i think if there was aprs to to talk about what generations was saying i think if there was aprs in force at that point i think i would have looked at things differently as a young man probably like my kids do now that's the thing is like we'll go somewhere and my kids look at deer and they're like oh that's just a little one dad 
Oh, and it's a, it's a little four point or a little six point. Oh, it's just a small eight. Where when I was at their age, you know, six and 15, I probably would have been like, wow, that's an eight point. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what I mean? I would have got hungry really fast. You know what I mean? I'm like, ooh, venison. But but that's just, I mean, and, and nothing wrong with that. This just, And I know there's a lot of deer camps around here um, and a lot up north that that's still the way that they go. I mean, looking at them deer camps and stuff, you can see it in a generational thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was listening to another, I was listening to, actually, I was listening to one of Aaron at, at the fall. If you guys haven't checked out the fall, go check out Aaron. You know, we had Tyler and, and um, Nick on from The Rise, uh, and they're on with uh, with Aaron uh, on the fall quite often. And they, what's up, Jason? B's on with us now. Um, I think what's happened is, he said, you look at one side of, like, Aaron was talking about, like, their farm that they go to. He said, you look at, like, one side of the wall for the years of mm. what they were killing and what they are now. It's changed, you know, and and I think that that just comes with, with generations. And I yeah. think everybody, you know, I mean, the, the hunting industry and the, the TV market, um, the, the TV market allowed... Um, opened an insight to yeah it. i think it did i mean it, it did but it made it also made it impractical mm-hmm. for oh, some yeah. for some hunters you know what i mean they they took Most them, definitely. it took the top 10 percent right out of their game you know what and i mean they're like, hunting the top point zero one. yeah right yeah <laughs> i mean the probability for you killing um what some of these guys were killing on tv was was impossible you know and, and i mean i don't want to say impossible because accidents happen <laughs> You know what I mean? Like there's, and that's the other thing is like you're, you're out and about. And I know everybody's had that encounter where maybe you're, um, you're out and about and you're driving around and all of a sudden you're like in, in a, the craziest place or you're like, oh, there shouldn't, you're looking at a parcel and you're like, man, what, wait a minute. Why is there, you know, why is there a deer in Walmart parking lot right now? So, I, but that's, that goes to say like a lot of things. So I think there's, it's just moving in the right direction. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to go into the buck and doe ratio thing. Um, that's uh, uh, not my thing. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? I. I don't. I, it, if I'm hungry, I get a lot more meat out of a mature buck than I do out of a doe. But if I have to go into an area that I mean, we talked a little bit about when we had um, Scotty on here with us, then. Uh, I hear you, Asa. No, I'm not going down that road because I, it's just not my thing, man. I just don't. I don't shoot the does for multiple reasons, and we can we can get into that if you really want to dig. Um, that's one of those things that Tribal and I have had multiple conversations about why we don't, and, and I'll spin on that in just a second. But I think that there's some there's some situations that you you can. Um, you can control and some that you can't and starting with you can't control what what your neighbors are going to harvest as much as like you might think that you have you have a good relationship and you know you guys communicate and some of you may you may I mean I do I have a neighbor that I do have a neighbor at one of my leases that him and I are on the same page you know what I mean I know everything he sees 99.9% 99.9% of the time and vice versa. Oh, yeah. So, prime um, example, this 
this past season. Yeah. The na- neighbor, this buck that I've been passed up numerous times. Good 10-point, oh, three, three-year-old. That makes it horrible. And then uh, sends me a picture. I was like, oh, hurt my soul. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I, you know, the biggest thing, I guess, with the does, and, and here's, here's I'm not scared in, in any way at all with with uh, with that Asa. I think it's kind of a controversial thing, just like the APRs and everything else, but here's here's my thought process. Who um who actually can can tell, you know what I mean? When you look at a doe, you can't tell who that doe has been bred back by. You don't know um you don't know who the the uh, the past uh, genetics that that doe has dropped. I mean, if you start doing some research and look at genetics and look at things like that, and and I'm definitely not going down that because I'm no biologist and I'm no nothing. I'm just basing this off of multiple conversations with even some people that um, have some, you know deer that are grown in pens and produced from that way um, from a deer farm standpoint you know in all different regions of the country a lot of the genetics is coming from the doe so if you have um, you know if you have a doe that for whatever reason is dropping big bucks every year and she's a big matriarch and all of a sudden you put her down wh- why you know what I mean? I get it. If she blows, she goes is the mentality for, for a lot of these guys. But I guess be a better hunter. Whoops. Did I say that? Probably shouldn't say that. Be a better hunter. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just just hunt. Yeah, I mean, I get it, Jason. I mean, a lot of guys pay for ground. I mean, I pay for ground too. You know, I pay for a lot of ground. I mean, you guys don't want to see what my ground bill is. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't. I mean, when it comes to stuff like that and – I agree with you. I think there's there's a lot of those guys that when they pay for ground, they they think, oh, I got to get my money's worth instead of building a rapport with the neighbors or building a rapport with anybody else around it and actually going looking at it. And I'm not going to go into the QDMA thing. I'm not I'm not trying to to differentiate this in four or five different directions. All I'm trying to say is that I think you can create a better herd by harvesting the top 10% period. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the problem. Asa. I mean, all three of the alpha does on, on your small parcel. Now what? You know what I mean? Well, I'll I'll take it one step further. (laughs) Where's tribal at tribal call in, man. I, I, I need, I want, I really, obviously I can hear, he's probably, I seen him. He was texting me just a few minutes ago. I see my phone's going off. He's listening while he's driving. And I guarantee you right now that he is like, he's fuming on, on this whole subject. He loves you, to get it all fired up, you know? So you, you're hunting a specific buck. You're after a specific buck. You end up shooting a doe on your little 30 acre parcel. Mm-hmm. You push that buck off that property. <laughs> Right. Well, and that's that's it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, here's let let me give you a question, and and I'm gonna apologize in advance to any females that are listening in 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 this. But then again, I'm not because this is this is real. This is real talk. So, 
all of a sudden you're in college, you're a single guy and you're in college. Um, the, the situation with that is you guys, your buddies are all going out, man. You're going to go out. It's Friday night, Saturday night, and you're trying to get yourself a new girlfriend. And are you going to go to a bar that is not full of a nice classy joint. a nice yeah i mean you're you're not gonna go to and no offense to to anybody that has a small little hometown bar that doesn't have a high population of attractive young ladies that the college frat guys that are looking for but I, and i know i'm kind of spinning a little bit but um what's up five two i see you guys there um i think it's one of those things that you you're only gonna go to like the hip club that all of the you're gonna go where the females are going so i.e your farm is the hip club mm-hmm. if you don't have any does on your farm then yeah why why are the bucks <laughs> gonna go there they're not they're not it doesn't matter if they're the does are yearlings or they're eight-year-old matriarchs it doesn't make a difference but I can tell you that, um, what's up, Hunter Solution? Um, you know, I, we're just kind of on a rant here a little bit about does and a little bit about, like, comparing it to when you were in college and you were going to the bar to pick up ladies and how if you have no does on your farm that um, you, you're you not going to have bucks either because they're not going to be coming there to pick up the ladies. So I, I think it's the, – the difference is, I mean, there's we could go down a whole other thing, but that's probably an off-the-air conversation about um, – a comparison that I've had a couple times, you know, while, while enjoying some drinks with, with buddies and talking about, it's a good thing that we don't have to seek the same thing that, that deer or other animals do, um, at that point. So what is, what is that? Cooter needs 50 to one. That's funny. Knox and hooks. What's up guys. So, um, uh, Oh, uh, Oh, I bet who's requesting early dose season puts a hurting on properties. I agree, Jason. I think that that it does and it doesn't. I mean, there is places that need to harvest some dough. Um, it, there is some, some places that need to, to harvest some doughs and, um, you know, go from there. But, um, yeah, I knew, I knew it was you. Yeah, we got tribal jumping in from the road. That wasn't, that wasn't Asa. I knew it wasn't. I I, I was just poking away there. So I know you're just trying to trying to get me started on it. I knew it. You were you were getting madder and fucked. Like, what the hell is he doing? You hey, wait, wait. We're on Instagram. You can't drop those f bombs, man. Oh, 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 you were. I didn't say that. I said you were getting madder and fucked. <laughs> so. <laughs> so travel's rolling along um i don't know i'm probably sitting in a rest area somewhere he's been out doing some work so we're trying to get uh trying to get back here so that we can get back on the road to, to head south from uh this weekend so anybody that's just now jumping in like hey thanks for joining us we got everybody uh looks like we got a few people jumping on now so uh we're talking about goals uh travel's told his goals over and over he's going to shoot like 42 deer over 150 from no does. no does though yeah for sure um, I mean, I think that's kind of the thing. I mean, I, I think right now our goals are, uh, you know, our goals are good. Cooter, you didn't you didn't tell me what your goals were. You said just one, just one deer on your farm over oh, one forty, right? 
Yeah, I mean that's. Then we went around the yeah we went on a rabbit hole. What else? I mean, what's the deal, man? You got you gonna uh, get you gonna try and get some other properties? Or are you are you trying to get south with us? What are you what are you doing, man? I, wanna, I actually want to focus more on my filming aspect is my biggest thing right now. It's like focusing more on that with with the guys and all that and okay getting out in the woods with some of the guys and stuff yeah i mean i think that's that's the other thing i mean we do a lot of those of you guys that have watched any of our stuff in the past we do a lot of self-filming um we're trying to change that up a little bit with some different styles um a lot of collaboration from a different a bunch of different angles and and things that we're doing we're trying to get all of us um you know just trying to bring some stuff different and make it memorable for you guys as opposed to just being something where you're looking at our ugly faces i mean we have an identity clearly obviously you're seeing me and travel and kyle regularly and jeremy and you're gonna see cooter on here as well so i mean we're trying to make sure that that is a stronghold um we got cooter and asa really crunching things from from the videography standpoint and trying to get some some different stuff out there i mean uh the photography's you know big um you know, but I think all the stuff leading up to that is huge. Travel, what are you going to say, man? I, I see you got you got your you got the the game face on, man. What are you? It's working, man. Grinding, grinding. It's been nothing but grinding. You know that. I do. I'm, I'm on the road hauling equipment now. Um, just got back from Missouri. Got right back on the road. Uh, working with some clients right now. And sent a text to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I guess he got a. Uh, yeah, the crimp. Yeah, the crimp. The crimpers in. Yeah, we talk off record on that, but yeah, the crimpers in. So I don't know. I'm gonna be back that way next week too. So if I gotta pick it up or I was trying, I was trying to trying to maybe try to get it sometime this week. Um, still no success on. The other thing I was working on was uh, trying to get the camera set up here. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know who was coming on. Obviously, you know. Obviously, we we all kind of dabble in that count account a little bit. So, yeah, it's always a surprise, which is a good thing. I like that. I like that it, it adds that surprise there. So, Miller's talking about waiting on the coyote stuff. Yeah, I'm in for coyotes, man. We uh, tribal and I were just talking about a uh, a big coyote. I hate to say the word, but uh, slaughter <laughs> to to come. pasture yeah yeah we we hit the rakins i don't know if you was listening about the rakins but we hit the rakins earlier <laughs>
Yeah, it's it's kind of like Tennessee. They only have a certain time of year that they can they can hunt with, um, yeah, that they can hunt. Well, Tennessee, you can't even hunt with thermal unless you have like and you have a nuisance yeah, license. You can't hunt at night. definitely need to do that because that's a big parcel that you have there and and you guys have been holding some good deer numbers and stuff on it and if i I say big parcels big two parcels really because it's split so i think it's it's one of those things where we got to get in there and 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 that's what we do so i mean if you guys don't know us from the deer side i mean we have um a uh effective coyote patrol at top 10 I seen those, uh, seen that post just a second ago, Jason. Yeah, I'm excited for the footage. We lose you, Scott. Sounds good. Drive safe. We'll talk to you later. So, yeah, Jason, I'm looking forward to what you have going on uh, with. uh, (laughs) What is going on? Why are you? I don't know. I don't know. How do I get out of it? End it. (laughs) Where do I hit? Just hit the end button. There is a way, button. There is. Can't boot him. I can, but I'm like trying not to lean into the, there you go. Now he's gone. So, uh, yeah, need to sell my body and get a thermal. That's funny. I'm sure we can day hunt it, Jason. I've been thinking the same thing. I know I want to get back to Illinois. I know, um, I called in that, that one set there, uh, last year that was pretty crazy. So I want to get back down there and get after them. I know I got a a coyote problem there at, at those parcels and then the, the new ground there, hopefully, um, it's not a problem there, but unfortunately after talking to multiple people in Illinois, it's, there's a lot. Um, I did see, I don't know, tribal, I don't, I know you're watching, but I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I seen on camera the other day, we just had one at our one, our Northern Indiana lease. Um, I seen we had a coyote on camera almost at first. I thought it was a cougar. It was all mangy looking and had a long, I was like, what is this? So, (laughs) Um, speaking of that, got a lineup on another property. Me and you need to go check out. Okay. Uh, farmer has pasture full of cows and stuff. Oh, for coyotes? Or his Do cows. You, yeah, for coyotes. His cows, mm. uh, his calves are getting killed and stuff like coyotes. Yeah, we need to just go. had three of them, I think. Yeah, we need said. to get, we need to do that handled. Uh, I had, um, the neighbor not, not far from me. 
Um, I was talking to him. He was cutting some hay, and, and that's what he was saying. He was like they had to move a bunch of, for whatever reason, it's been pretty strong on the calves this year. Mm-hmm. They lost too early, and then they moved everything back up front to his farm and um, like up by the farmhouse and out of the back fields, which they had a secondary barn that was was there that wasn't um, wasn't an issue, you know, in past years. But this year, for whatever reason, it's been um, – and, you know, obviously I got some, I got some coyote guys around me that – that grind pretty hard too. Right. Um, I need to get a hold of those guys too because it's time. Um, set it up, Cooter. <laughs> Miller says, "Yeah, he's he's saying hey, come call." Yeah, he's like, actually, Miller be the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. We we need to get uh, we need to get all of our guys on some different stuff. I mean, we got we got plenty of places. I know they do too, man. We're all over. Uh, what's up, Randall? Oh, you went out Friday. Uh, had to hold up. Couldn't get a shot with the wife. Dang. That sucks. You know, I mean, it's it's exciting. That's that's the thing is, um, and there's a reason. That's part of the land management side. I mean, if if that's going to be one of those things that if, if you call us and you need the land management stuff done and we, we're talking about it, we're going to tell you predation's an issue. You know what I mean? And if you're, not, if you're not killing them, you know, with thermals and at night and you can't and you can kill them during the day, do that too. But if not and you got a trapping season, get a hold of somebody that traps for you or whatever because – yeah i mean if they're not if you're not seeing it man they're they're doing damage they really are so um you know there's some things coming back i mean i don't know how we're we're near and let's see what are we we're about 45 minutes in so um i appreciate everybody jumping on with us i i'd like to know is there anybody out there what are your goals man what are you guys doing um what's what's the projected what's to come for all of you this season um randall i know you you Got some deer goals. What's your what's your deer goals, man? I know you busy over there. Yeah, I know 19, 19 fawns per year um, on Facebook. It must be true. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's stats, but and the way that the coyotes travel is crazy too. I think we were talking about that in a couple other podcasts. Um, nice, nice work, Jason. Um, haven't seen any more after he got three of them that off of one that Randall had asked for so that's good so um yeah i mean i think there's there's a lot of um diy out of state deer yeah generations man get a hold of me i i can help you out with some stuff like that i'd like to get on um i get you in some contacts and things like that as well uh with some people that i may know i'd like to maybe spin that a little bit more if i don't do it this year if nothing comes to fruition in Ohio, which I think it's going to, nice, Jason, top 2%. That's good. I think I want to do the public land thing, but out of state. I mean, I've killed deer on public land here. That that doesn't do it for me as Mark much. Twain. As, huh? I said Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, all over, but I a couple of different places I've killed on public here. But I think what I'd like to do, that would be a good one. My grandpa did it back, way back when, and they took a boat in and all that. And uh, this was back in the 60s and stuff, but he's telling me about it and stuff. Took a boat in. And uh-huh. They ended up t- killing two nice bucks and stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to do that maybe. I like the I like the water access thing. Mm-hmm. I really do. I like going in a, on the kayak oh. thing. You see a lot more of that with hunting public and stuff like that. Those I guys mean, are doing a lot of that stuff too. Water access deadly. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean... <laughs> You know, and, and I think 
I think there's some places that you could really put yourself on some some potential big, um, yeah, super attainable for sure. Like I think you could definitely go in to a lot of um, a lot of states that are over the counter and put some some good deer on the ground on public. I mean, Ohio's pressured to death. Um. Yeah, good call, Randall. I mean, I, I think that's one of those things um, that you kind of got to wait. I mean, we got some perspectives already on a couple of our places. I mean, I hope to see something show up that's going to be like, I'm just going to be like, wow. But yeah, I think I think going into those other other areas and the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I love the challenge on any of that. I love the out of state stuff too because you're still crunch for time. Um, if anybody from my work is listening, and I apologize, but I think I have uh, I have more vacation days to burn in the fall. So, just a heads up. <laughs> right, just a heads up, it's coming. So uh, I apologize for that. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Nothing, nothing feels better than dragging a toad into a parking lot full of locals with your Michigan plate. I absolutely agree. When I roll in, you know, you're out of state, and you roll in and. You got a bunch of locals and you're trying to get, I'm just trying to get a pizza or some chicken fingers and some fries at a local bar after I just drug a toad. It's, it's quite rewarding, you know, and then they all want to ask all kinds of crazy questions and and you just tell them that you don't know it's your first day. Um, no, not at all. I mean, I try and help. I mean, it's just like anybody that runs into me on the water when we're fishing walleye or salmon. I mean, that's that's we try and help. We try and that's what we're about here at Top Ten. I mean, if there's something um, that's good, Jason, I'll be curious to see what it is. Um, I cameras hope to get it. Oh, oh, Maggie's fired up over there. Uh oh, little bit's getting getting wild. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a lot of stuff out there that. That's the hard part, too, that I think for a lot of guys, you can't go into. Um, yeah, yeah, nice. They have a table for MBK at the Missouri local restaurant. I bet they do. I mean, you know, I mean, they, it's one of those things where I have a I have a seat in the corner at the one Illinois um, bar restaurant, too. I mean, I just walk in, sit down, they pour me a whiskey, and we talk deer. It's a good thing. Um, but I think there is... Um, I don't even know. I was I'm, I'm reading comments and I went down a rabbit hole. Quarter. Where was that? What was I saying? I was talking about public land and then yeah. I went on a different <laughs> tangent. But um, nonetheless, I think I think that's big. But I think, um, yeah, itty bitty is loud. So I think it's one of those things that you. This kind of goes with the goals thing. Like like you said, Randall, you look for those potential shooters. It makes it a struggle sometimes when you're running and gunning into these other out of the state hunts where you've got three days. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those, yeah, five, I agree from 12 to 2 AM is where you get really good local out of state information. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's premium, premium Intel at that time. You wear, wear a camo, like wear a high end camo hat into a local bar out of state and see what happens. Um, you know, I try and not park the truck where they can see the logos. Otherwise, they they ask all kinds of crazy about that too. Uh, what's Randall say? Um, yeah, that's good. You know, jumped. Yeah, I mean, it, the coyote thing. You know, I it, it's an ongoing thing. I love it. I mean, I think I really love the coyote game as well. 
Um, it gets me my blood pumping, but uh, I the deer thing. There's just I, I I mean it's like walleye and salmon, man. I, I uh, that's it. I stay right right in that I stay right in that lane. Um, I mean I I could I, and you guys might hate me for this, but I could care less about a bass and I could care less about you know catching panfish. I caught tens of thousands of panfish growing up with my dad and. Panfish. I, I mean, through the ice. I, I know that you think cooter <laughs> through the ice and whatever. Yeah, I agree. Knocks and hooks. That that hunting from the ground. Yeah, turkey hunting thing. I mean, obviously you've seen what we did turkey hunting with the live, but um, the ground blind thing. I've done a little bit more of that, and the ambush thing. I have killed some potential um, stellar stuff from the ground. I did kill one um, a few years back at nine steps on the ground. That was kind of a weird deal. Couldn't get to the stand just due to a couple different deals and. Um, I just knew where they were coming from and wind was right. So I set up and boom, nine steps, big deer. Um, maybe I'll post some pictures of him. I, I try and keep some of that stuff in the wraps, but I'll pull, I'll di- I'll dig into the archives from a couple years ago and pull that one out. I'll get some stuff back from, um, from the two thousands and put that up on, on just to kind of get you guys, you know, fired up about the season. So speaking of that, Cooter, let's talk about that. Let's talk about YouTube. We got YouTube, YouTube's been firing off on all cylinders now. We got uh, check out the tag video that we just did when Cooter and I were at Tack. Um, Tribal was up there with us. We got some more stuff coming from the Tack video. Um, that's, uh, um, you know, yeah, I know that's it's uh we're we're gonna get some stuff up there for you guys and and hopefully that'll that'll drive some drive some excitement. Um, get everybody comment and I'd like to see anybody that's listening man or anybody that chimes in later on let's get some like uh, get some of this uh, uh, get some of your goals posted up on our on our page let's see what it is so we can come back to them and circle back and talk about it um, and then uh, back to the YouTube thing maybe we post something up huh? on, I said maybe post something up on Instagram yeah yeah so that they can comment under it yeah that's what I'm gonna do I think I'll do a story or something like that where they can comment on it or I'll post a picture and like uh, a goals thing what are your goals and whatever um, YouTube hitting hard stay tuned the deer drop is gonna come August 1st ish yeah, right we're gonna try and hit it really hard on August and when I say hit it hard we're gonna bring you like six or eight videos of those, I think six or eight of them may not have been seen yet. Mm-hmm. So I know one of them maybe we leaked out early on just because we wanted to get a good get it out of there um, and, and get it out there on NBK with uh, the Indiana kill. We'll bring that one back for you guys. But but yeah, we're gonna put those out there. We got a few other ones that we need to drop. Um, so that's coming. Um, <laughs> how did how the guy with the trad bow do attack? I'll be honest with you, he's on here right now. We got Cooter in the background. Um, he did, you know, I'll speak for him. He can speak for himself here in just a second, but I think he did great. I mean, he hung, you know, the guy lost two arrows on, we did the black rifle course on day one on Friday. And for what that was, if any guy shot that one, um, that's a long shot. <laughs> it was, it was some long shots, man. It was especially some long shots for, uh, you know, for a trad bow. Um, but that got me pumped as well to, I want to build a long bow. I want to get in that game. Um, again, there's a long story behind that and I, I won't go down that. Um, but I want to get back in the, in the traditional side too, and maybe, maybe try and do some, something, you know, with that. It's and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see you, Asa, uh, baseball time. Hopefully your son do, does well. Go get him. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you guys been doing, been doing pretty good. So let's keep it up. 
Yeah, I mean, that, generations. Let's let's talk. You and I need to talk off record, man. We got uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Maybe maybe get you on with us so we can collab on some things that we got going on too. Uh, trying to spread spread things around on on, on everything here. Um, and uh, like I said, like subscribe this page, YouTube, our Facebook page. Um, Knox and Hooks, you guys need to get with me, man. We need to get uh, we need to get on uh, on here too. Maybe get you guys on. Let's talk about some things. Talk about that ground blind game that you're talking about. Um, I think that other up and coming things. Those of you that stuck around and listened to the end here, I'm going to put up a poll. I got some I got some ideas for two things that I really want to hammer really really hard. That's kind of going to be a deer series that I'm going to get into. Um, something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, I may I'm not going to leak anything. I've been in contact with a couple other big guys that are doing some other podcasts and stuff out there. There may be kind of a collab and roundtable thing with it. Um, maybe some other show stuff, some other guys that are doing footage like we are. Um, and, you know, but I'm going to put that out there for you guys that are killing big deer. I want to know. I want to know what you're killing. I want to know why you're doing it. And then there'll be some pretty cool stuff, maybe even get you on with us if, it, if the story's what it is. So um, other than that, man, what else we got, Cooter? Anything, any other big announcements? Nothing? Nothing you can think of. Okay. Um, Get out there, man. Guys, gals, keep your grind on. Um, It's tough, man. 365 days a year, you got to keep grinding for these big deer. Um, If you're not not out there grinding, be at the house shooting your bow, getting everything tuned up. Don't go in the woods with with, uh, poorly tuned equipment. We owe it to these animals like these behind me to you know do our due diligence to practice and and that's why i think tack was so fun it was it was such a good thing look for us next year at tack we're gonna be at tack probably michigan i'd like to get us to a couple other ones mm-hmm. i know uh jade and i talked about maybe hitting one westerly i don't know if i really want to do that or not but yeah it'll still be a good time those guys are always a good time so yeah, it was a good time so all right guys we're gonna wind it up man keep the grinding um you know it's uh brent And it looks like we're done. Looks like the video stopped right at an hour. So anybody that was in on the um, on the live feed on Instagram, you know, uh, we appreciate you jumping in and joining and comment. We'll probably do try and do one of those. I think I'm gonna do one of those maybe once a month from now on, just to kind of keep updates going. It's gonna get crazy anyway as we start getting mm-hmm. closer. I mean, we're we're less than sixty days. What are we? Sixty days? Four. <laughs> and what's today? Well, today's the 21st. If I go to Tennessee, August, oh, so, man. oh, my God, it's 60 days. Huh. If not, like, literally, it's like 70 days until Kentucky. So, either way, guys, we appreciate you jumping in, join, like, subscribe, follow along, all those good things. If you see Cooter and I out and about and tribal, stop, say hi. Tell us your stories, man. We want to hear them. Um, and uh, as always, Thank you. Thank you for listening and listening to uh, our crazy stories and and fun. So uh, we'll be back next week with something else for you. And uh, you guys take care.